This is Being Catholic with Bob Johnston on Catholic Spirit Radio. Hi, this is Bob Johnston, and you're listening to Being Catholic right here on Catholic Spirit Radio, 89.5 FM and 92.5 FM in good old McLean County and Bloomington Normal, 88.3 in Pontiac, 97.1 in Lincoln, 89.1 in DeKalb Sycamore, 89.3 in Morris Joliet, covering much of central Illinois and now a lot of northern Illinois, and we're still growing. We're going to have a great show for you today. I'm here with my wife, Lynn, and we also have a guest here from the Catholic Post. Tom Dermody is with us, and uh, we'll be talking with Tom a little bit more later on. We are celebrating today our 300th show. It's been a long, long time, it seems like, and uh, 300 shows have gone by. I remember back to 12 14 that was December 4th, 14, and we did our first show on that day. It was 30 minutes long, and uh, since that time, we've uh, increased the show to a full hour, and we're doing an hour now. And so we're going to have a little celebration here at the station. There are going to be some guests that will be coming into the studio a little bit later. And uh, remember, again, that everything that we're doing here is being brought to you by you. You make our, all of our shows possible. You have made our broadcasting uh, area bigger and bigger. That's all been done by you, so we depend on you. If there are anybody, if there's anyone out there who would like to make a donation, as always, you can go to our website, CatholicSpiritRadio.com. Again, that's CatholicSpiritRadio.com, and it will tell you there how to make a donation. And any donation is welcome, large or small. If you would like to call the station, our number is 309-807-2427. Again, that's 309-807-2427. But again, if you go to our website, you'll get more information about us, and uh, it will tell you there how to make a donation. And uh, we're going to, as I said, we're going to have a great show for you today. And what I'd like to do today is, first of all, thank all of the people who have made our station and also this show possible. And when I'm finished doing that, I want to go over our history just a little bit and give everybody out there a timeline of how we started the station and uh, how the show began and uh, how our expansion went. So we'll talk about that. But first... I want to make sure that we thank, or I thank, and my, my wife here thanks everyone here who made this possible and helped us. Uh, first of all, credits should go to the owner of our station and the engineer of our station, the person that, take, that took many risks, and you'll hear more about them as we go through the history, and that's John Hall, the owner. And of course, his wife, Joanna, also has helped us out greatly in a lot of the advertisements and in a lot of the work around the station. So our thanks go out to Joanna. And then Ann Weber, our secretary, who has done uh, a lot of work here at the station and continues to do so. Uh, Kathy Fulton, uh, who is a relation, by the way, to Bishop Sheen, yeah, it also deserves a lot of credit. And Kathy is around the station a lot and uh, does a, a lot of the work. And then we have uh, Carl Wenning and Carolyn Wenning, his wife. And Carl and Carolyn have uh, acted uh, as fundraisers at the station for quite some time and uh, have done a lot to sponsor 
trips uh, that, our, that our station has sponsored and uh, put on those trips and do all of the logistics and so forth, along with the others uh, in, in getting those things done. Uh, Julie Reindahler was uh, a, a person who worked with me a lot in the early part of uh, starting the station in our show and raising funds, and I want to thank Julie. Beth Agnew, uh, who actually, the show being Catholic, was named by Beth Agnew. I remember showing up here one day when John asked if uh, my wife and I would help uh, do a show. And when we showed up, uh, Beth had already suggested a name, and we just went ahead and stuck with that, and it was called Being Catholic. So thanks to Beth for that. And uh, all our donors out there, uh, they make it all possible. You people out there who give make the show possible, make the radio station possible, and bring Catholic information to a large area, and we hope it will grow larger. Uh, so the Knights of Columbus especially, uh, they have helped us an awful lot with their generous donations, and uh, we've had some of them uh, on the air, and they've just been giving us great support. And then uh, we have our advisory board, and I want to name everybody that's on that advisory board. I want to thank uh, Tom Dermody for giving us a nice article in the Catholic Post. And also out there, uh, a reporter from the Panagraph, Olivia, Jacks, Olivia Jacobs. And Olivia uh, gave us a nice article in the Panagraph. And we want to thank her. She was a very, very nice person. And then I want to thank all of our guests who have been on the show. We just can't possibly name them all, but all of our guests who have come and contributed to the show, we want to name them too. So uh, I wrote down here a little note that someday I'm going to do a show history, but I'm going to do a little bit of a show. I've decided to do a little bit of, of the history on our show and the history of the station today and the first part of this show. And then some of the, the people who are here for the 300th celebration will be coming in a little later at the end of the show. And uh, we'll have some fun and do some talking with them as well. But uh, the advisory board membership, I just want to mention the names and, and uh, thank all of these people. Uh, we have a, a Cody Welling uh, on the advisory board. Beth Agnew, of course, who I've already mentioned, is on the, was, some of these people are on the advisory board. Some of the people have been on the advisory board and are no longer with us. But nevertheless, they're all people who contributed greatly to this station and have contributed greatly to this show. So Beth Agnew, Megan Zimmer, Caitlin Christakos, John Hall, of course, the owner of the station that I've mentioned already, and then myself and my wife, Lynn, uh, have been on the board. Myself and my wife, Lynn, are no longer on the board, but we do do the show. So Julie Reinthaler, uh, a lady who helped me very much uh, in the early part of starting uh, the station and the show in raising money and going around to the Knights of Columbus, to the churches and other places, and asking people for donations. And, of course, uh, they generously responded to us and were very grateful. Uh, Patrick Ostrzewski also, Joe Blaney, Ann Weber, and Ann, of course, I mentioned she is our secretary and she's doing a wonderful job. Jason Bramley, who had a show of his own here at the station for quite some time and uh, doesn't anymore, but nevertheless did, did a lot of work. And David Lau, uh, Carl Winning, of course, who was uh, on the board for a long time and did a lot of heavy work. And uh, his wife, of course, Carolyn uh, Winning as well. And uh, Doc Allen Lundy, uh, Deb Lesser, uh, Don Myers, 
and Kathy Fulton. And Kathy uh, does a lot of work around helps Ann Weber a lot. And uh, Kathy, by the way, is related to Bishop Sheen. Bishop Sheen's name is Fulton Sheen, and Kathy's name is Kathy Fulton. There's a relationship there. And then Jerry Lopicolo and, uh, from Pontiac, and Jerry does advertising. He comes on uh, the, the station uh, as an advertising voice. And, of course, Father John Horton is on the board and uh, blesses our station and has helped us greatly. Uh, Pam Elliott. Mike Vogel, and then, of course, uh, Anthony, Tony, Pecora. So those are some of that. I hope I haven't left anybody out. Lynn, can you think of anybody that I might have left out? No. That was quite a list, but thank you all. And want to let listeners know, people that do this are not reimbursed at all. We receive no funding from the diocese or from the parishes other than what individual people donate so it's you out there our listeners that keeps us going the rest of us just give our time that that is a very very good point but uh, we give our time but nevertheless you make it possible and like i say every time that i come on the air i'm grateful because uh, i'm telling the truth when i say you know we are brought to you by you without you we wouldn't be here so as mother angelica always said Put us between your gas bill and power bill. Mother Angelica, as you all know, is the founder of EWTN. At any rate, I'm going to go through some of the history here. It's sort of a thumbnail sketch, and it doesn't really tell the whole story. Yeah, but uh, someday maybe we'll have a show that uh, can go in greater detail. Uh, we're not able to do it at this time. But nevertheless, I think this gives a good sketch of uh, how we got started and gives a lot of credit to the people that uh, may not, you know, get as much credit in some of these articles, such as in the Panagraph and in the Catholic Post, as we would like them to have. And, of course, we just don't have the room there to do all of that like we would like to. Uh, Catholic Spirit Radio had its origin in the creation of WSPI, an independent station originally dedicated to broadcasting music. Catholic Spirit Radio grew out of a casual conversation between two workplace buddies in 2007. Radio engineers John Hall and his boss, Morgan Grammer, worked for evangelical Protestant New Life Radio. They were installing studios, transmitters, and antennas around the Midwest in 2007. John and Morgan worked as a team and often held conversations during long drives between work sites. They frequently discussed the possibility of starting their own Christian radio station because of the negative influence of popular music. In mid-2000, John left New Life Radio to take up a job as a radio engineer. He worked for Jerry Zimmer, owner of Great Plains Media in Normal, Illinois. John was now in charge of maintaining three radio stations with four transmitters. John and Morgan continued their mutual efforts to establish a Christian radio station. They applied to the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, for four radio licenses. They received a single license after a year's wait. The license was for the Saybrook AT&T Long Lines Tower, their most desired location. The requested call sign, WSPI, was chosen in reference to Matthew 28, 20, 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. John and Morgan cobbled together whatever unused and unwanted broadcast materials they could find to build the Aerosmith transmission site. Fortunately, Morgan already owned the main component, a 500-watt transmitter. WSPI went on the air in late 2008. In addition to the transmitter, Morgan provided the FCC-required emergency broadcast system, the EBS equipment. He paid the tower rent, and John paid to maintain the phone line to the site for remote control as required by the FCC. They were now broadcasting, but the low-wattage signal could barely be heard. Hearing that Lincoln College had an unused 3,000-watt broadcasting license for a station on the same frequency, 89.5 FM, uh, that, that, that Lincoln College did not use, John and Morgan filed for the LAPS broadcasting license. The FCC granted the license. John and Morgan secured a tentative tower rental agreement. Uh, the search then began to search for funds to pay for a directional antenna and a more powerful transmitter. Because Morgan desired to move to Tennessee to pursue a new job, uh, John, it was at this point, with uh, John Stotts began turning to establishing a Catholic radio station. John had heard the voice of EWTN's Mother Angelica on relevant radio for the first time, and he was hooked. He was inspired by Mother Angelica's words, Unless you are willing to do the ridiculous, God will not do the miraculous. And how true that's proved to be all through the whole time that we've started this station. Uh, that's one of the things that you can count on. If you're not willing to try things that you think you can't do and that, are, that seem absolutely absurd and ridiculous, you don't really get anywhere. And John wasn't afraid to do that. He later stated, I saw that EWTN had more effect on people's lives than other forms of Christian radio. In late 2010, several members of the Ser Servants of the Shepherd's Prayer Group uh, at at Epiphany Catholic Church in Normal, talked about setting up an ENTN radio affiliate. During February 2011, Roseanne Roz Carter of Normal began the effort. Unaware of John Hall's efforts, she brought several individuals together in her living room for a discussion of possibilities. Several members of the prayer group attended, including Roz's son, John Leo, and Tim Carter. Yeah. Also included was myself, Bob Johnson, and my wife, Lynn. And uh, others were Elaine Hartke, Alan Drake of El Paso, who recently set up St. Bernadette Radio in Peoria, and he was also in attendance. The amount of money needed, approximately $150,000, sounded way beyond our reach at the time. John Leo suggested getting in touch with John Hall. Roz and Lynn, my wife, and myself knew about John. Uh, we had heard uh, from a member of our RCI class. My wife and I were teaching RCIA at that time. And we had heard from one of the students in our RCIA class 
that John had a desire to set up a Catholic radio station and that he already had a small transmitter operating. So John Leo, Roz's son, set up a meeting between the prayer group and John at Jack Lewis's jewelry, Lewis's jewelry store. And how, boy, I can remember that, can't you, Lynn? Oh, it was a cold February, icy, snow, dark, <laughs> real winter. <laughs> it was a real winter evening. I remember driving out there, you know, half frozen and getting out of that car and snow drifts and everything else. And me, and, you know, we didn't have a lot of hope of getting anything done. And we had that $150,000 going around in our heads and thinking, you yeah, know. It's impossible. Yeah, what are, what are we going to accomplish, I remember. But at any rate. At this meeting, John Leo offered to sponsor a Genesis promotion for the startup of John's station. In the ensuing months then, Lynn and I gave introductory talks to the Knights of Columbus of Holy Trinity and Epiphany Parishes. The Knights of Epiphany supported John's efforts with a very generous financial gift, and we, we thank them to this day. And then Lynn and I would later be asked to join a formal advisory board, and uh, which, of course, we did. And so that was the very beginning, a very cold winter evening beginning of Catholic Spirit Radio. And we're going to have to stop here and take a break, so I'm going to stop. But we'll come back and we'll finish a little bit more about the history of how our station and how our, how our uh, show started. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Being Catholic with Bob Johnston on Catholic Spirit Radio. Again this year, the Village at Mercy Creek was voted the best senior living facility and the best assisted living in Central Illinois by the most recent Reader's Choice Awards. But they've also added the best independent living facility as well. If you would like to find out why for yourself and how the Village at Mercy Creek can work for you and your family, contact them at 309-268-1501 and set up your own personalized tour and find out what living joyfully at the Village at Mercy Creek is all about. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. This is it. The final performances ever in Bloomington, Illinois. This is the last season for the spectacular performances of the American Passion Play. The greatest story ever told. The American Passion Play brings Christian history to life with authentic costumes, elaborate settings, and live animals. There's intrigue, drama, friendship, and as the plot unfolds, betrayal, sorrow, and love. You must see the American Passion Play before its final curtain falls at the Center for the Performing Arts in Bloomington. Viewed by generation after generation, this is theater at its best. Performance dates are March 11, 18, 25, and April 1st, and each performance begins promptly at 1 p.m. Reserve your American Passion Play tickets today by calling 309-829-3903. Hi, this is Bob Johnson. You're listening to Being Catholic right here on Catholic Spirit Radio. We're back from our break, and uh, we're celebrating the 300th uh, 
show uh, of our Catholic Spirit Radio here. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the history of uh, Catholic Spirit Radio, how the station got started and how our show got started. And uh, we've been talking about that up to now, so I'm going to go ahead and finish that. And uh, after, we'll have the guests back in, and uh, we may do some fun questions and answers. But right now, let's go ahead and finish uh, our thumbnail sketch. And it is a thumbnail sketch because there was so much more that uh, went into things, but we, we can't do everything uh, on the air on this date. Again, in the future, maybe we will do a more detailed show on the history of Catholic Radio, and uh, I hope to have that on the air sometime. At any rate, on March 9th, 2011, WSBI began transmitting as the newest affiliate of EWTN Global Catholic Radio. And that is a story in itself uh, that we would like to sometime put on there, how, how EWTN, EWTN itself got started and how we are affiliated with it and uh, the fact that they are able to give us uh, a lot of uh, our broadcasting material and uh, make it possible for us to, to be able to afford to broadcast, and of course, along with your help. Uh, the original 1,000-watt transmitter that began broadcasting the Catholic Spirit Radio Signal in 2011 experienced a catastrophic power supply failure in 2013 or 2014. Uh, it was quite fortunate, almost miraculous, at the time that John then received a phone call from Mark Hill, an associate at a radio broadcasting station from Hoopston, Illinois. Being blessed by God, as John later noted, Mark Hill had called to gift Catholic Spirit Radio with a used 2,500 watt transmitter from the station that had recently closed. Uh, in mid-February 2014, Myself and uh, my wife, working directly with John, secured a donor to pay for the long-desired directional antenna that would be required for transmitting at higher power. Dr. Richard Puckett, uh, a doctor in town and who was also in our RCIA class and a member of Epiphany, Epiphany Parish in Normal, met with Lynn and myself at the Windjammer in Bloomington, where Dr. Puckett made a $6,000 pledge to the station, and he immediately provided it. Dr. Puckett's donation was used to purchase a long-desired directional antenna required for boosting Catholic Spirit Radio's effective transmitting power to the legal limit. Catholic Spirit Radio was finally operating at 6,000 watts, near its 7,000-watt legal limit. The signal was now extending farther and could be heard better by more listeners than ever before. And uh, it was really a boost because before that, the, the, the uh, listening was sort of iffy. Sometimes it would come in fairly good and sometimes it wouldn't. But uh, this really helped out. And once you can get on the air, it's like the chicken and the egg. <laughs> this is what we always said when we went around asking our donors for donations. We were like the chicken and the egg, which came first. We would go and point out that in order to get more people to listen and have more donors donating so that we could make the radio station better, we had to be on the air. But to be on the air, we had to have donors to give us the money to make the radio station better. And we were sort of going around in circles. 
And uh, it was when we started going around to the various parishes and towns and going around to the various uh, Knights of Columbus organizations and uh, talking to them and getting their help that we began to get the things that we needed. And, of course, with a lot of John's help and his his uh, ability to to uh, cannibalize various parts and keep things together and wire things together and make things work that we didn't think could possibly work, and uh, John's willingness to uh, do all of that and risk uh, some of his own money, we were able to get the job done. Uh, at any rate, suddenly and without warning, uh, our transmitter began to fail. On February 8, 2015, then Dr. Nicholas uh, Nayak, another doctor who was in our RCA class, agreed at a meeting with my wife and uh, uh, him to give us $5,000 to support the, the Catholic Spirit Radio. He was listening, uh, and, and he liked the whole idea of it. His donation was used to purchase a used 4,000-watt transmitter. John installed the 4-watt transmitter, uh, or 4,000-watt transmitter, but had to frequently repair it. And just when that happened, two donors stepped forward with a $25,000 donation that allowed for the purchase of a new state-of-the-art Gates transmitter. And John got that installed, and so miraculously we were able to stay on the air, sort of like stepping from one stone to another crossing a pond and hoping (laughs) that another stone would appear so that when we put our foot down, something would be there. I have to interject here. John's faith in this happening what it was astounding. He never doubted. If he did, he was a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but he had more, he had the faith to keep this station going. And that's what uh, Mother Angelica, you know, said when she got EWTN going. She said uh, Having faith is like having one foot on the ground and your other foot in the air, not knowing exactly where it was going to come down. And so, what? What the? You know, one of the stories that really impressed me with Mother Angelica was, you know, we had some. Well, I would consider certain some minor miracles uh, in getting our equipment in our transmitter. But what's the story, Lynn, about Mother Angelica in getting her first transmitter in which she had $250,000 at risk? Oh, that's quite a story. This woman had a lot of uh, hoopska or whatever you want to call it. She uh, had moved part of the order, went with her, and they established a convent down, well, a monastery down in Alabama. And it was the original idea was to serve the poor, especially the poor black community in the area. Of course, you remember back, this has been late 60s, early 70s, there was a lot going on with the civil rights movement at the time. But that aside, she had a garage, and she heard a radio station, a Christian radio station, and she said, I want one of those. We need one. So they fixed up the garage. They sold sold fish hooks, nuts, uh, peanuts from Georgia and everything. Anything you could think of, little gadgets and cards and little booklets that she wrote just to get some money together. Well, she decided to order a satellite dish. She didn't have any money, but she went ahead and ordered it. 
And by golly, it got delivered. And this big semi-truck pulls up with all this this satellite dish on the back. And the driver says, I need $150,000. Or was it two hundred? It was $250,000. Yeah. Can you imagine that? And she that? says, wait a minute. And she went into the chapel. And she looked at the Holy Eucharist and she said, now, I am the bride of Christ, but you're not proving to be a very good husband. You put all these ideas in my head, and then I do them, and I don't have the money to do anything. Now, this was your idea. It's your your job. Well, she walked out of there and was telling the man that delivered this dish, satellite dish, that, well, I don't have the money, and I can't do this. And would you believe one of the other nuns came running up and she says, Mother, Mother, you've got a phone call. You've got to take it. She says, I don't have time to take a telephone call right now. And the other sister said, Mother, you have to. So she trots in and, and takes a phone call. It was a man who was cruising on his yacht. And for some who knows what reason, must have been the Holy Spirit for sure, he said, do you need, uh, would you like to have some money to help your station get going? And she said, of course, but I want $250,000. I have to have it in 24 hours or they're going to take the satellite dish. He said, you'll have it. And he telegraphed it to her. Now, isn't that a miracle? And isn't that a show of faith? I've always thought that woman had more faith than hundreds of thousands of people have faith. She really believed in what she what God told her to do. She didn't hesitate. She picked up that foot, didn't know where it was going to land, but she did it. I think someday she'll be a saint. I think that uh, you know that John took a very good lesson from her also when he was like like she said you have to be willing to do the ridiculous if you expect God to do the miraculous. And uh, that, that's a lot of what uh, we have done here at Spirit Radio and with John leading the way. So well, Mother Angelica had that huge miracle, but we've had a lot of small ones, so we know that miracles do happen. At any rate, uh, Bishop Daniel Jenke officially welcomed to the Diocese of Peoria during a meeting with John Hall and Julie Reindahler, Catholic Spirit Radio, on March 9, 2011. Uh, they gathered at the Chancery in Peoria and pre- were presented with a letter of approbation December, d- dated September 29, 2016. So, and that was Bishop Jenke at the time. Yeah, Bishop Jenke at the time. It was uh, the bishop then at that time. And then... Uh, at the also near the end of 2014, Lynn and myself agreed to produce with John's assistance a radio show providing local perspectives on topics of the day. Searching for a name, Beth Agnew suggested, and I remember this when I got to the station, you know, I was supposed to, you know, be thinking about a name for the station. I can't remember what some of the names or the show, I can't remember what some of the names I came up with, but uh, at any rate, when we got to the station, Beth had already suggested a name that the new show be named Being Catholic. And I thought, well, that sounds all right to me. And so it just saved me the time and trouble of trying to think of a name. And so Being Catholic was the name and a name stuck. 
in the first broadcast of the hour-long program. And I got here an hour-long program, but it wasn't. The first broadcast was actually a half-hour-long uh, program, and that was December 4th. And then the second broadcast was a week later, and I think probably right after that, uh, it was Christmas and New Year, and we probably didn't come back and broadcast again until uh, the next uh, uh, year. January. Yeah, January. And I can't remember exactly when the show expanded to an hour. I do remember on those first shows, it was uh, quite a a feat. I would write out almost the whole show in writing, uh, write it all out on a legal pad and then read it, (laughs) read the whole show. It was quite a a job and quite a bit of work. And uh, I don't do that anymore. Anymore, I just jot down the talking points about the show on uh, a legal pad and go from there and, you know, hope for the best and hope that it's going all right uh, today. But uh, I remember one time I had the uh, legal pad like that. Luckily, of course, this show is uh, uh, being taped, right, being recorded. And uh, so if we make all kinds of mistakes, John usually edits them out. And so people out there don't don't realize the bloopers that we make. And boy, we make some bloopers. But I can remember one time coming in here and I had all of the sheets of paper, uh, just separate pieces of paper and the show written out on those pieces of paper. And then I could very quietly pick up the uh, you know piece of the, the sheet and set it aside and, and, and read from the, the other sheet. And I got out here, and I'm sitting there reading the show, and inadvertently I had left half of the sheets back at home on my desk, and somehow it didn't happen. Right in the middle of the show, I came to the end of the of the sheet, and I was I didn't know what to, what to do. I mean, there was there was no other sheets; it was the last one, and you know, it was you know, only halfway through. So, luckily, of course, it wasn't. Uh, uh, on air and it was being uh, recorded, but I remember somehow fudging through the rest of that show uh, without any of my notes and so forth. And that really made me understand that I better not do that anymore. And so instead of uh, writing out the whole thing, I began to be calmed down and uh, just write out the talking points on the legal pad and then uh, take the whole legal pad with me so I didn't have the sheet separately anymore. And uh, do what I'm doing now, read my talking points uh, from the sheet. And, of course, uh, I'm reading also from a synopsis of our history. And I do take uh, written material as well with me, magazines and so forth. And sometimes I read from them, and then sometimes I look at my talking points. And that's how the show goes now. At any rate, uh, in late 2014, Julie Julie Reinthaler, uh, one of being Catholic's listeners, contacted me in relation to supporting the work of the station. And uh, Julie and I agreed to give talks to the Knights of Columbus to gain listeners and grow financial support. And the effort proved to be the impetus for starting an official advisory board. This is what led into the advisory board. Uh, But not only would they advise, but before long, they would serve as a fundraising arm for the station. And actually, that's what the advisory board really does. It's sort of a misnomer because most of the group group's work consists of fundraising and operational support. And then uh, on February 24th, uh, myself and Josh, uh, Josh was quite a guy. 
uh, he was his his nickname was Fistbump, Josh Fistbump, because he would fistbump along with with everybody that he met. And uh, his last name was Schmidgall, and he was an ap- apostolic Christian. He wasn't a Catholic, and uh, he was a friend of uh, the pastor over at uh, uh, the Catholic Church over at Myrna. And uh, he went to St. Patrick's of Myrna Parish uh, with me to promote listening of the station. And uh, now it had been on the air for nearly four years. And we then began going to a lot of the churches and the board itself began uh, making a program of going to all of the churches that we could in the diocese, uh, at least around here. In in the listening area. Yeah, in the listening area. And... uh, promoting our station and asking uh, those churches for support, the members of the churches. I mean, the Catholic Church itself did, you know, does not support the station, but the members of the, the parishes. And the people of these parishes were very generous, and they helped us out. And we thank them all, all of the parishes that we went to, and uh, for their generous giving. And they were able to help us uh, build the radio station. So this is a thumbnail sketch of uh, how our station got started. And I want to point out here, John is quick to point out that Catholic Spirit Radio was not his work, but God's work. John said, and I quote, I didn't do it. It's God's work. God just used me. So that's our radio station, and I hope you enjoyed listening to our little thumbnail sketch here. And uh, we're going to stop here and take a break. We're going to come back and have some guests and We'll have a little bit of fun and some questions, so stay with us. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Being Catholic with Bob Johnston on Catholic Spirit Radio. Three Kings Gifts has sacramental and seasonal gifts, religious medals, rosaries, and more on the College Avenue Epiphany Church campus in Normal. Three Kings Gifts is open 10 to 3.30 on Thursday and Friday, 8 to 1 on Sunday. Profits help charitable organizations. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. This is it, the final performances ever in Bloomington, Illinois. This is the last season for the spectacular performances of the American Passion Play, the greatest story ever told. The American Passion Play brings Christian history to life with authentic costumes, elaborate settings, and live animals. There's intrigue, drama, friendship, and as the plot unfolds, betrayal, sorrow, and love. You must see the American Passion Play before its final curtain falls at the Center for the Performing Arts in Bloomington. Viewed by generation after generation, this is theater at its best. Performance dates are March 11, 18, 25, and April 1st, and each performance begins promptly at 1 p.m. Reserve your American Passion Play tickets today by calling 309-829-3903. 
This is an important message for DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, and Joliet listeners. Catholic Spirit Radio's recent purchase of a radio station in your area has been an expensive endeavor, but a worthwhile investment because in this boisterous secular world, we want your community to hear more about the real truths and beauty of the Catholic faith. With the expansion in your area, we now need your added financial help to maintain it. It costs $7,000 a month to run Catholic Spirit Radio, even with our all-volunteer staff. Show us this station matters to you and the souls of your community. Become a first-time donor. Better yet, become a monthly donor. Join other listeners. When you pay your monthly bills, include a Catholic Spirit Radio donation. Mail to 108 Boykins Place in Normal, Illinois, 61761. Or click the Donate button at catholicspiritradio.org. No one at the station receives a salary, and all donations are tax-deductible. Your donation keeps Catholic Spirit Radio in your community. Hi, this is Bob Johnson. You're listening to Being Catholic right here on Catholic Spirit Radio. We're back from our break. I hope you enjoyed our thumbnail sketch of the history of Catholic Radio and how our show, Being Catholic, got started. Uh, It was a lot of fun to do it. I hope it was fun to listen to it out there. And I'm sitting here now with our studio just full of guests, uh, all of the people that I mentioned to you that uh, were on our were and are on our advisory board and uh, this show wouldn't be possible without them and this station wouldn't be possible without them and of course it wouldn't be possible without you either and so we're grateful to you and we're grateful to the people here in the room I certainly am and my wife certainly is Catholic Spirit Radio wouldn't be here or be what it is without them uh, so at this point, I'm going to turn this show over to Ann Weber, a lady that I mentioned that is our secretary and does absolutely great work and a lot of work around the station. And uh, she'll take the show from here. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, Ann. Ann, go ahead. Well, of course, Bob and Lynn, we enjoyed the first half of the show. It was wonderful. Welcome, everybody, um, to the 300th show of Being Catholic with Bob and Lynn Johnston. In studio with the Johnsons, we're here to celebrate and acknowledge this milestone 300 times. Um, we have our Catholic Spirit Radio Advisory Board member, and I would like to introduce them. I'm Ann Weber. I'm on the board. But also here is David Lau. Jerry LaPiccolo, um, Michael Vogel, Kathy Fulton, and uh, Tony Pacora. And wandering into the room, we also have our uh, host of Good News, Deacon Al Lundy. And we also have the uh, Joanna Hall, who is the wife of uh, John Hall, and John Hall is on the board, and he is uh, on, the, uh, on the soundboard right now, and he is the founder of Catholic Spirit Radio, and right now he has a few words to say. Well, I'd like to thank Bob and Lynn for all the uh, shows and everything that they've done for the radio station. It's uh, It wouldn't be possible, we wouldn't be on the air without you guys. Anne has put together a little congratulatory certificate for the 300th radio show. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much for everything. We also have greetings that were extended from Bishop Tilka 
and oh. EWTN. So you'll be receiving those after after the show concludes. Um, we can't leave without a special blessing, and Deacon Al has um, is going to grace us with that. Bob and Lynn, thank you so much for everything you've you've given, not only to the radio station, but to our faith. You have been uh, just such wonderful examples of, of real faith in, in the Catholic religion. We appreciate that. And gosh, 300 shows. So, I mean, you must have been like teenagers when you started this. Uh, you've held up beautifully. Uh, but we, we're also grateful for the efforts that you've put in uh, to the radio show and, and to the station and to the ministry uh, that we're all trying to be part of. So thank you so much. I'll ask everyone to uh, bow their heads for a special prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you especially for the blessing of the lives of Bob and Lynn Johnston. And we ask that you continue to bring them good health and keep them strong in their faith, that they may be a shining example to the rest of us of what it means to be truly Catholic. We ask that uh, you send the Holy Spirit as we offer this blessing. May Almighty God bless you, protect you from all evil, and bring you to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. And again, I want to stress how much uh, we depend on all of these people and the people out there for this show and for this station. We just can't thank everybody enough. And of course, ultimately, it's God and uh uh, all the blessings of Catholicism that has made everything that we're doing here possible, and we hope that it'll be something that is uh, will help the, and inspire the lives of the people out there. Right. This year, as we had stated earlier, that being Catholic, as we continue on the road of being Catholic, Bob came up with the uh, saying, being Catholic in a mad, mad world, and we certainly are. So we're going to try, try to interject some uh, more humor into being Catholic this year. Yeah, I took the idea from the title of the movie. It was, you know, the movie, the it's a mad, 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 mad world. And if people have seen that movie, it was uh, quite a quite a funny and spoofy movie. And uh, sometimes you have to look at the world that way <laughs> to see the things going around. Is sometimes you want to cry and sometimes you just start laughing because it seems so absurd. So uh, we hope that uh, we'll be relevant in a, in a world like that. At any rate, uh, we're just so happy to have all of the guests here with us. Uh, we've got some time here. I have written down some fun questions. Uh, Anne, do you have anything more that you, you want to add or do? Oh, no. Let's go on to that port. That'd be fun. Okay. And there's one thing I want to remind you of. You're, you've got a good radio voice. <laughs> you need to come on, you need to come yes, on you here do. more. Wait, wait. If you think I'm going to try to replace you, no way. <laughs> how, tell me, how long does it take you to prepare for one show? Well, it, it, it depends. I, I've got all kinds of material lying around, but I mean, I have, uh, I have sometimes gotten up in the morning about two or three hours before the show, <laughs> desperately looking for something, oh. was able to do it. You know. Oh, he always—he's a talker. He's also <laughs> a prolific reader. Okay. And so, I think uh, the RCIA being involved with RCIA has really prepared us for this. That is uh, one thing. If you're out there, people listening and so forth, uh, or even the people in this room. Uh, 
if there's any any chance ever that you have to get involved in uh, teaching or teaching something, uh, do it because you will learn far more than you will ever learn studying on your own when, uh, like I say, when you are desperately working the night before to try and stay ahead of your class. You, you, you learn an awful lot in a very short time because you're going to be one, not wanting to be embarrassed by, by your vast, vast ignorance and you really realize how ignorant of everything you really, really are. It's, it's easy to talk about until you realize you've got to talk to a whole group of people in sound as if you're credible <laughs> and you know i have always gotten a kick out of and i haven't said anything for 300 shows <laughs> but he begins and he says we've got a great show for you today and i always sit here and think how do you know that <laughs> well i think all the listeners leave uh, this well leave the program learning something and certainly touched by your passion and and in faith yeah. well this is kind of my mission my for I'm a secular Franciscan as is Tony we belong to the same Franciscan fraternity and we each have kind of a mission to go out and do so this is mine you're doing it, and the journey to the 300th mark, wonderful, wonderful. Seems, it seems like yesterday. <laughs> and to, to answer your question, Lynn, about how do you do it and say we're going to have a great show for you today, you have to have what our Jewish friends call chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have the Holy – I'm sure the Holy Spirit is hovering mm -hmm. over your home as you're preparing. <laughs> but uh, And John can edit – and he's edited out some real bloopers that we've done. Well, where's that tape? Yeah, I was just going to say, and now the blooper tape. Yeah. <laughs> In long periods of silence, there are times when I have trouble with my speech, and there'd be this, and he made it sound all smooth. John shortens it up. He, right. he stitches those silences together. And that takes time. He's that, magical. That, he is. Magical. And there's a time Bob fell off the chair. That's, yeah, I was going to say probably the, 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 the greatest blooper was when I was sitting here on this chair, and I had the chair, the chairs move up and down. They're sort of like a stool-type chair, and they're mobile at the bottom. They have casters on the bottom, and you can move them around. And I had the chair very high, almost standing, and I was on the very, very edge of the chair. And uh, I was pushed uh, a little bit away from the uh, uh, the desk sort of here that we're at. And when I, I was getting stiff sort of <laughs> sitting there and I went to stand up and actually what I did was push the chair backwards. It went flying backwards and I, I went straight down. <laughs> And I took everything with me, <laughs> all of my material, magazines I had. I think my my uh, bag here in which I keep, uh, you know, a lot of my things and so forth. Down it went, everything, but uh, everybody was concerned nothing happened. John, what was going through your mind at that yeah. moment? Uh, Give us the visual. I saw it. I, I, my head was sort of turned, but I saw Bob move backwards real quick, and I was just sort of stunned. 
for just a second, and then I was like, oh, my. It made quite a bit of noise. It was something, yeah, you don't see that every day. I can imagine no, I can no. imagine what it would have sounded like if we'd have been on the uh, air live. Quite <laughs> <laughs> a crash. Yeah. All of a sudden, the whole thing disappears. So. Yep. Well, well, we're on the air, and John edited that out. That's John good. John edited that out. Yeah. And there are so many bloopers that you people out in the audience don't Probably, hear. Probably, yeah. Because uh, there are times when I just, you know, quoted the, the wrong biblical passages, you know, ascribed one uh, biblical passage to another biblical passage and and uh, just made just sitting at home. Once in a while, those mistakes do get through. And I sit at home and listen. And I think, how could I have said that? You know, just, <laughs> but what it does is it gives you some humility. Uh, you begin to realize then when you hear other people speak or you hear uh, something on TV or the radio when, the, when the, the, the person makes quite a bit of bluefer, you have a lot of sympathy toward them because you know how easily it can happen. So it's uh, quite a, you know, something that just brings your attention to things that you don't usually do. And I can be, you know, uh, critical listening to somebody and say, oh, what, that, that's not right. You know, I don't do that anymore <laughs> because right. I know how easy it can happen. He used to be a t- speech teacher. He was in, I majored in English, minors in speech. So, When you're out in public, do you have people coming up to you and uh, recognizing your voice or um, disagreeing with something you said? I have people coming up to me uh, once in a while, not a lot. Uh, and uh, most of the time, they usually find something to say that they agree with me. I don't can't remember anybody coming up actually and saying they disagreed with me. What, I think, what about Lynn? I think that's so. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but to get back to that, and I think that's because people are basically polite and <laughs> nice, you know, and, and they just stay silent about the things they disagree with. And, yeah, people and, say recognize the voice. No, I haven't heard much criticism. And I know it's out there. It has to be because we can be a little bit controversial at times. Yeah. But we haven't gotten the feedback. Well, people obviously like you. I know your podcast is viewed often. We're glad of that. And look at you've been running for so many years. Well, I'm very, you know, very glad to do the show and be here. And it's been fun. I've learned an awful lot doing the show and sort of developed my own ideas and uh, I think I was mentioning to uh, Tom Dermody here the other day when he interviewed me on the phone uh, for an article that's going to appear in the Catholic Post that uh, our our philosophy here at the station, it seems like we're Catholics here at the station that are pretty orthodox. We're orthodox Catholics and, uh, you know, we take Catholicism pretty much as it's been taught and handed down for uh, the last couple thousand years. And uh, we're we're older, a lot of us, and I think we have you know the picture of Catholic Catholicism that we learned growing up in an earlier era, and I think the difference is is that uh, we're Orthodox, but sort of with a uh, what I would call a traditional emphasis, and what I mean by that traditional emphasis, I want to define it. It's uh, when I say traditional emphasis, I mean. At one time in our era, I think the Catholic Church emphasized a little bit more that Catholicism is the fullness of Christianity and that we're sort of 
set apart a little bit, not not in any, you know, uh, conceited way or anything like that, but set apart in a little bit that that's an important thing to have and that uh, we hold the, depo- the full deposit of faith. And that's important to hold that and have it. And that's something we have to offer. And uh, it's something that we should stress a little bit more often, I think, than we do nowadays. And that's where I think we come from. Right. We want the fullness of grace. It's where to come to. But, uh, at any rate, I think that sort of uh, pretty well wraps it up. I was going to go through some questions here that I've written down, some fun questions and so forth. I don't think we're going to have a lot of time for those questions. Is there anything else, uh, Lynn, you would like to add or anybody here in the audience would like to add, all you wonderful people who have made this station great and have made it really what it is? A burning question that you want them to answer about their journey to 300. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you answered it all earlier, right. I guess. Don't Bob and Lynn. So, uh, and the one thing I want to stress again before we close uh, is that uh, we're so grateful for all of these people and uh, I know the article in the pantograph didn't get as much of that in, and the, the lady was a very nice and, and, and very gracious lady. We're thankful for her article, and she just couldn't get everything in that we put, and we wanted to have more thanks in there, and it just didn't happen. She put more of the emphasis on us, but we're just so grateful that she was so nice and uh, gave uh, such a, a nice report on, the, on our station. And we're very thankful for you, and we all hope to be here at the 400 mark. Exactly. Well, we might make it. Huh? <laughs> yes. Right. So <laughs> we don't fall off the chairs. Or <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll go ahead and close now. I think we're close enough to the end. We and, always uh, close with the prayer to Saint Michael. Saint Michael Saint prayer. Michael we prayer. always close with that and ask Saint Michael uh, for his help he, and protection. He certainly needs. We need his protection in this day and age, being Catholic. Saint Michael, the be Archangel, Archangel defend us in battle. battle. Be, be our, our protection, protection against, against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God, God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruined souls. Amen. You've been listening to Being Catholic with Bob Johnston on Catholic Spirit Radio. If you'd like to contact Bob, email bob at catholicspiritradio.com. Again, that's bob at catholicspiritradio.com. Catholic Spirit Radio relies on your support to bring programming like this and EWTN 24 hours a day. Please help keep Catholic Spirit Radio on the air with your generous support. Donate online at catholicspiritradio.com. Or send a donation to Catholic Spirit Radio, 108 Boykins Place, Normal, Illinois, 61761. That's Catholic Spirit Radio, 108 Boykins Place, Normal, Illinois, 61761. Catholic Spirit Radio is a 501c3, and all donations are tax-deductible. Thank you for your support of Catholic Spirit Radio.